Hello, and welcome to The Morning Show. Today we have Will, Braden, and Sam on the set. All three of us hope you are having a great day so far. This morning, we will be discussing the topic of Osama bin Laden, who used to be one of the most dangerous men in the world, and the operation conducted to kill him. We would like to give a special thanks to CNN, ABC, CBS, and AP for allowing us to use their audio clips. And without further delay, let's get this story started. It was a warm and clear morning on May 2nd, 2011 in Pakistan. Osama bin Laden, one of history's most dangerous criminals, responsible for the murder of thousands, was getting his day started in his secret high-security compound in Abadadad, a suburb in Pakistan. He was on the upper floor of this compound with his wife. On the lower floor, Osama's brother, a few couriers, and multiple others had just begun to wake up too. However, 7,500 miles away, it was a mid-afternoon in the U.S. President Barack Obama, Vice President Joe Biden, and many other important staff members were cramped in the Situation Room. Pete Souza, the former chief White House photographer, said the mood in this room was very tense and there was not much talking at all. The president and his staff were waiting, watching, and listening to live feed of Operation Neptune Spear, which is the official name of the operation to locate and either capture or kill Osama bin Laden. This had been planned and prepared for multiple months in advance, but it had remained very classified. The SEALs who were going to raid the compound did not even know who the target was until a few days before. Here's a clip from seven days later, courtesy of 60 Minutes of Obama explaining the mood in the Situation Room. I want to go to the Situation Room. Yeah. What was the mood? Tense. People talking? Yeah, but uh, doing a lot of listening as well, because we were able to monitor the situation in real time, getting reports back from Bill McRaven, the head of uh, our special forces operations, as well as uh, Leon Panetta. There, there were big chunks of time in which all we were doing was just waiting. Uh, and it was the longest 40 minutes uh, of my life. We all know the story of the attacks on September 11, 2001. Before that, Osama and Al-Qaeda had claimed responsibility for multiple other bombings from 1998 to 2000, where over 240 people were killed and 4,600 were injured. A federal grand jury in the United States indicated bin Laden on charges related to the bombing of the U.S. Embassy, but there was no defendant, so there was no trial. Osama did not seem to be very worried about these charges, however. He was planning one of the worst terrorist attacks in history. The attack on the World Trade Center, the Pentagon. Once Al-Qaeda had carried out these plans successfully, President George Bush declared war on terrorism and had this warning for Al-Qaeda and Osama. Make no mistake, the United States will hunt down and punish those responsible for these cowardly acts. Seven years later, President Barack Obama has taken office. One of his main goals from the start was to finally locate Osama bin Laden. And in August 2010, with the help of the CIA and many others, we finally traced bin Laden to the compound in Pakistan. Months later, President Obama authorized Operation Neptune Spear, which successfully killed Osama bin Laden. The speech the president gave is one of the most famous speeches a president has ever given. Here is how he addressed the nation that historic night. Good evening. 
Tonight, I can report to the American people and to the world that the United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden, the leader of Al-Qaeda, and a terrorist who's responsible for the murder of thousands of innocent men, women, and children. It was nearly 10 years ago that a bright September day was darkened by the worst attack on the American people in our history. The images of 9-11 are seared into our national memory. The operation to kill Osama bin Laden was not very easy at all. We had been attempting to track him for three years before we eventually linked him to that highly secured compound in North Pakistan. The U.S. would continue to take aerial photos of this compound to monitor and spy on their target. In April 2011, President Obama authorized a small but elite team to carry out a raid of this compound. This group was known as SEAL Team 6. The team began intensive training with life-size practice raids of an almost exact replica of the compound. May 2nd, it was, it was time to finally carry out this mission. The team was flown in on Black Hawk helicopters from a base about 30 minutes away. The raid took only about 40 minutes. It was an in-and-out in mission executed to perfection. Osama was not able to be captured alive. He made the team believe he had an explosive vest by making hand movements that made them have reason to believe this. Robert J. O'Neill claims to have shot the fatal bullet in Osama's head, but this was never confirmed. Osama's wife, brother, and two couriers were shot as well. The body was later identified to be Osama, and his body was buried in the ocean a few hours away. Here is a clip from ABC's special broadcast detailing the timeline of events in the White House that day. At 1 p.m., all the principal members of the president's national security team convened in the Situation Room. An hour later, the president and his principal advisors carefully reviewed the final preparations, and the mission set out. By 3.50, the president received first word that bin Laden may have been identified. By 7 p.m., the president was told it was indeed bin Laden. And with news that the Navy SEALs were all safe and back in Afghanistan, jubilation, hugs, and relief. This was a very historic day and one of our country's most proudest moments. The Morning Show would like to thank you for listening and continuing to support us. Thanks again and have a great day.